are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. But I'll tell you what we're going to do in these sessions. We're going to share some practical application of God's Word. There is a balance in the faith message, and balance is not a bad word. You need to understand that. Sometimes people get excited when they say uh, balance. They think they're going to mix some faith with some unbelief. Well, you nullify it if you do that. But when I say balance, we're talking about not being overbalanced in one area. You know, a motor, crankshaft, has to be balanced. If it doesn't, it vibrates. And uh, we understand that. And I think most of you understand that. So when we talk about faith and confession... We're going to go in and we're going to dig up some things and say some things that have been left unsaid about the faith message. We're going to talk about how to apply the principles of faith and how to operate in faith according to the Word of God, you see. Now, when we deal with faith, sometimes there's always a few that run off, you know, take a message and get just a part of it. They'll run off in the ditch on the right-hand side of the road with it and say, well, now all you got to do is believe God or all you got to do is have faith and everything will work out all right. And if you have faith, nobody's going to have any troubles. Well, I don't know anybody that has ever lived in this world didn't have any troubles. You're going to have some troubles and some problems in life. But what we need to realize is that God has given us a way to walk victorious through the problems of life. Sometimes we've been accused of saying that people won't have any problems in life. But yes, you're going to have some problems in life. But, thank God there's victory through that. Now what we want to do is teach the principles of faith and the principles of confession, not just the formula. Now there's been a lot of people that just got the formula. And if you get the formula without the principle, then you're going to be in trouble. And what we want to do is teach the whole thing. We're going to say some things that's been left unsaid. And I think sometimes we've been guilty of just telling the good part and, and not telling all of the other things that went along with it, you know. We're going to endeavor to do that. And I want to admonish you that are going in the ministry to pay particular attention and notice what we say about some of these things and the way that you present faith and confession to your congregation or to whoever you minister to. Because Proverbs states it this way, the sweetness of the lips increase learning. And I've seen a lot of young people and young ministers that got a hold of the faith message, had something to say, had a good message to deliver, but their attitude, their arrogance, and the way they presented it turned everybody off to where they didn't want to hear it at all. And then really, there wasn't a thing wrong with what they said. It was the way they said it. So it's not just what you say. It's the way you say some things. You can be so dogmatic about a truth until you turn everybody off and nobody will believe it. <laughs> and that's what's happened to a lot of people. And some of you probably went through the same thing. So you must guard yourself against getting dogmatic about anything and making it so strong for people until they can't handle it. You have to minister to people on the level where they are. 
And that's what we're going to endeavor to teach you in these sessions is how to deal with people where they are and get them developed in their faith. Certainly, there's some things that you could say to people later on. And uh, there's ways of saying things. You can say almost anything to people in the way of teaching them if you say it in love. And if you say it with, as the proverb says, the sweetness of the lips. But you go to rubbing the cat the wrong way, you know, <laughs> and the fur is going to fly, man. And I'll tell you, they're not going to listen to you. Even though what you say is right, even though what you're preaching is the truth, you're going to have to have an attitude of humility to teach the Word of God in love where people can receive it. No matter how great truths you teach, if it's not received, then you fail. And I just wanted to say those things because I've seen so many young people to go out and they got a hold of it. And they just, uh, another thing that I want to say before we get into the teaching here is that don't ever take a truth and try to make the truth out of it. Now, there's been a lot of people have done that. And I don't know, maybe all of us have done that in times past is taken a simple truth, which is a truth, and tried to make the whole truth out of it. Now, people have tried to do that about confession, and they get in trouble with it. They say, well, all you got to do is confess it. All you got to do is confess what you want, and it'll happen. And and then somebody said, well, the Bible says all you got to do is say it. When you say it, you're going to have it. Well, now, see, that's a truth. That's not the truth. It is the truth, all right, but it's not the whole truth. You see what I'm saying? So don't ever take a truth and make it the truth. See, there's more to it than saying it. And we'll get into that in some of our teaching. But these are some of the things I want to point out to you. And I want you to take note of this. As we teach the Word, use illustrations to illustrate what you're doing and presenting in the Word of God. Where it can relate to people on their level. If you can't relate to people on their level, then you've missed it. You see, you've got to reach them where they are. Because uh, if you're not careful, you'll get a lot of people turned on to faith or confession. And they go out and they like the fellow that wants to build a third story on a vacant lot. You ever try to do that? There's a lot of people trying to do that. They're trying to build a third story out on a vacant lot. You can't do that. You've got to start with a foundation. And some people want to start with faith up there where Oral Roberts is or where Kenneth Hagin is or somebody else. They want to start where they're not. But you can't start there and don't try to get people to start there. You get them out on a limb and they get in trouble and then they say, well, this faith stuff doesn't work. Certainly faith works. God is a faith God. So we're going to teach on faith and confession. And I want you to open your Bibles to the first chapter of Romans. I believe is where we'll start this. I'm excited about it. I'm thrilled to be able to minister in this Bible school to so many people because, you know, we can reach more people here than we could reach in years, you know, and just out traveling and going to one church at a time. And you that are going in the ministry really need the teaching on this and need to know how to apply these things. Now, in Romans, the first chapter, let's read what the Apostle Paul said, starting with verse 15. So as much as in me is, I am ready to preach the gospel to you that are at Rome also. For I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also 
to the Greek. Now, I want you to notice what the Apostle Paul said here. He said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. You know, we ought not be ashamed of the gospel. Gospel, you know what gospel means? I think we all know what it means, but sometimes we forget, see. The gospel is good news. And Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the good news. Now, sometimes I've seen people that were ashamed of the good news. And I think part of the reason for it was that they had heard somebody that got real arrogant about their faith and about teaching it and taught it in a manner until where people just didn't want to hear it. I've heard people say, I tell you, I've heard all of this faith business I want to hear. (laughs) Well, if you have, you've heard all of the Word of God you want to hear. Because God's Word is filled with faith, and if you teach God's words, you're going to be teaching faith. But that really wasn't what they meant, see. What they meant was they didn't like the attitude of which some people delivered it. So if you're going to reach people, you're going to have to reach them where they are, and it's going to have to be presented in a manner. And Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. I've seen people that got turned off to the prosperity message because of some of the way that it was presented and some of the way that it kind of came over when I know the individuals that taught it didn't mean for it to sound that way. But you see, it helps you if you go back and listen to your own tapes sometime and see how you're coming over. See, we need to check up on ourselves because sometimes some things come over to the congregation that you didn't even realize and they misunderstand some things. And uh, if they're not careful, they'll think you're just bragging on yourself, you know. But no, you see, Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the good news for it is the power of God. Now, good news is the power of God. It is the gospel. And the gospel, of course, is faith. It is prosperity. It is healing. All of this is involved in salvation. And when Paul says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel, for it's the power of God, he's telling you where the power is. The power of God is in the Word of God. God's power is in His Word. The Bible says He upholds all things by the Word of His power. That's where His power is. So the gospel is the good news. It is the power of God unto salvation, which means deliverance, preservation, healing, and soundness, prosperity is even involved in that. And I'll tell you, if you preach it the way the Word says it, and with the right attitude, people will believe it. But you can turn people off. You can say things the wrong way. You can say things and just, you know, you take the Bible and go to beating people over the head with it. Sure, they're bound in religious tradition. You were too when you heard it. (laughs) I know you were, because we all were. We were all in the same boat. We got bound by religious tradition. And because we got free from it, sometimes we want to just take the Bible and beat people over the head with it, you know, and say, no, you're wrong. Here's the way it ought to be. Well, they're not going to receive that. And anytime you teach something that people won't receive, I don't care if you are right, you're wrong. You've missed it. You understand what I'm saying? I appreciate so much you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, our offer this week is book offer number 7509. I'm excited about this offer because it's called Faith and Confession, 265-page paperback for $16 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $20. In this book, we share with you the things that will cause your faith to fail, 
things that will cause it to work, the things that will make it stronger. This is a faith manual. Jesus said to Peter, Satan has demanded to have you to sift you as wheat. But I've prayed for you that your faith fail not. Well, if your faith couldn't fail, why would he be praying that his faith wouldn't fail? Well, what we need to know is that there's some things in the Word of God that gives us insight in how to operate in faith through the principles of God and through calling things that are not as though they were. You know, some people don't know the difference between a confession and a lie. You know, there have been small wars, spiritual wars, so to speak, fought over faith and confession. Some people believe you're just lying if you're confessing the Word of God and it hadn't yet come true in your life. But regardless of whether it ever comes true in your life or not, it is still the truth. It is the Word of God. And regardless of what happens to you in life, it doesn't change the Word of God. It'll work for those that believe it'll work. It won't work for those that say it won't work. Because it works. And when the Scripture says, Whosoever shall say, believe, doubt not his heart, believe what he saith, and will come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. And if they're saying it doesn't work, and it's not working, that's because it is working. Because they're having what they said. And it's because they haven't learned to believe the Word of God. This is one of the things we talk about, how the law of faith works. That's offer number 7509, Faith and Confession, 265-page paperback for a total of $20. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400. Or write Charles Capps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescapps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.